Okay, guys, very welcome back to the show. And I have my two favorite independent wrestlers ever from the States joining me, Evil Nate and Black Dahlia. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey what's going on? I was just sharing you on Facebook. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, it comes up on Facebook now. I'm really gone up with the times. I love that. Honestly, I didn't even know we could do that. Very cool. I got it set up. We got one view. It is us. Yes, we're on five now. So, guys, look, if any of your friends are watching, send these guys in questions. The more embarrassing, the better. Let's go for it. Son of a bitch! What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just woke up. I'm not ready. All right, now I'm ready. So, tell me, like, how tired are you guys? Because you're, like, obviously, we'll talk shoot jobs now, and you, you guys are working yeah. nights. So, how difficult is that? Honestly, a night shift is not for the week but also working a physical manual labor job on con hard concrete for 10 hours. It, it's awful for me with my disability, but for a regular person. Yeah. I mean, it's, it still sucks. Uh, we do 10 hour shifts, uh, four days a week. So we still get our 40 hours in weekly. Uh, but you know, going from that, it's very hard to, unless you're motivated to get yourself to go to the gym afterward, like that's, that's very difficult sometimes. Uh, so yeah, just me as a normal person, not having any, uh, disability or any injury like she has, uh, it's difficult for me. So I always times that by 20 or a hundred because of what she has to go through. But also yeah. kind of like how we talked off camera, you juggle like three different jobs as well. You're a DJ, you're a successful podcast host. You also have your own shoot job, I believe, still. And yeah. then you have a family that you're raising. I feel like you can agree on this, that it's all about moderation and just uh, being able to juggle things. And, it's about basic micromanaging, micromanaging and, and managing. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, we, we've always had people say to us, uh, I wish I had the time. Well, you, you can, you just have to make it. And it's all about, do you want to sleep or do you want to do something? So. Someone said, my hair is fine. Listen, I think he was talking about mine. Oh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Oh, no, I was dude. We just woke up. So basically, I just clipped in my hair extensions and I'm like, Hi, yeah. this makeup it was done in like 2.5 seconds. Yeah, she does good at it though. And yet, we were still six minutes late with you. Uh, we're always, uh, well, late. we're always, I'm, late I, fun. I'm, I'm, I'm a day late. It's grand. Well, what's what's funny is anytime I do a uh, an independent wrestling show, like I'm always late. I'm never on time. Uh, I'm there. I mean, I get I get to my match. Oh. I always make my match, but I'm always uh, so because wrestling has egos in the business. So a lot of guys will get pissed off. Like who's this guy think he is? And so I always make the jokes. I know it really pisses them off. Uh, you hear the story about Bret Hart. He was always late to the shows, and uh, WWE and WCW. So always, so don't worry about it. I'm a Bret Hart mark. I figure I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps. So that always pisses everybody off. To be fair, there's a lot of people that get to shows like an hour early, two yeah. hours early. Which and I then, prefer. I do prefer. But because yeah. of our, our sleeping schedule. Like working night shift for 10 hours and then getting no sleep and driving four to five hours to a show. And we're there when the second match is on and yeah. we're not until main event. I, I, I think you'll survive. But then, yeah, but then also there's been times I think Close to a month ago, three weeks ago, I was doing a, a fair, festival, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I was literally match number two, and I show up and match number one is like going on. 
And it's this. You had to get changed in the vehicle. Yeah, right? yeah. It's this fatal four-way bullshit. I had to drive. We switched, and there was like traffic, like a roadblock, like yeah. a, 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 like this. Oh my! Oh, like, that that that. Was that not the same show? No, no. That was another one. That happened. That happened last. This summer. happens to us a lot. Yeah, that happened last summer, where she had to drive me. We got caught in a parade at a, at a festival. I get out, grab all my shit, throw it on as she's driving me. She drops me off. I run in. Go over the match. We do it. I get paid. I'll leave. Same thing happened over there in the uh, fair. I was at in Ohio. I just showed up. I'm match number two. I'm throwing all my shit on. I just tell them, like, we'll call it out in the ring. I mean, <laughs> I, that, that was it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I get very nervous, though, like, all the time. I have all this, like, anxiety and stress. And I'm like, can't believe I'm doing this. And uh, so that always plays into it also. So, like, when it's said and done, I laugh at it. You want to know something's funny, though? Ready? Nathaniel, say, works 10 hours night shift, goes to the gym, maybe gets like a, if he's lucky, like a two-hour power nap, and then drives five hours just to get to a show on time. It doesn't matter what his schedule's like, if it's like that or if it's more hectic or whatever. Nathaniel's always holding his shit. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, I don't care if I'm late to a show. I'm going to pull before the match because I'm not going to be it's that awful. person that shits themselves it's, in the ring. I could, I could go and show you several matches to where, yeah, like I'm holding a deuce like right here. <laughs> and uh, it came very close, you know, very, very close to coming out during the match. That's happened quite a bit. Sorry. So you so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start maybe showing up a little bit earlier and just dumping yep. out there yep. Which honestly when I start like properly coming to the shows and getting booked, uh I'll make it a priority oh, to yeah. be there yeah. like early because you wanna hear a joke though? When I first became friends with Nathaniel, we met up for like a brunch yep. and he uh so let's say we're supposed to meet at one o'clock. I showed up 30 minutes early at 12.30 just to be, you know, fashionably early or whatever. He showed up fashionably late. He showed up 30 late. minutes late. So I was sitting in my little vehicle. I'm just like a poor, broke college kid. No air conditioning. It's hot as F. I'm in the middle of Kentucky with the humidity, humidity which yeah. is far worse than the Arizona desert that's just hot. The humidity <laughs> scared the life out of me. So I'm sitting there melting my makeup, my yeah. hair. And this guy made me sit in the vehicle for an hour. So he's always fashionably, fashionably late, and then yeah. I'm always, like, kind of early. She's always so. early. I'm always late. So I think there's a healthy in-between. Oh, there definitely together. is. There definitely is. <laughs> Nate, somebody wants to know, Ian wants to know, how much do you bench? Now, I know fucking nothing about the gym, so I don't know what, what that question is. I don't know. Means. I don't yeah. know how much I, I don't know how much I bench. I don't uh, – I think it's cool people that do max out and stuff and, like, are interested in powerlifting or just interested in – you know, how much can I throw up on the bench? But I don't know. I know when I go into the gym, like uh, when it's my chest day, on flat, incline, and decline, I stay at a 75-pound dumbbells a piece. So in each arm, I'll get 10 reps of those in, four sets usually. If I'm doing straight bar, the most I ever go on that, and I keep it light, honestly, is I'll keep about a 45-pound plate on each side. Maybe I'll put an extra 10 on if I want to get a little more. But I, I, I worry more about having strength, but then also, like, making it look good also. So I, I try to balance it out. Like, I have strength, but then cosmetically look a little better. So I, I don't know. I you like to rep things out and yeah. get your max 
yeah, I'm all, in as opposed to just one yeah. maxed out weight. But I think it'd be fun to just select one day yeah. out of the week eventually I, and try to, to have a strength. Yeah, to have a max out day where We've whether, been planning on doing that. whether it's fun. like squatting, uh, power or not powerlifting, but squatting, deadlifting, and uh, benching. I think it'd be cool to set aside a day for yes. us. To, hey, let's see what we can do the most of. But, so to answer the guy's question, yes, don't know. Nate's wait, which arm is it? This okay, one. it's opposite. Nate's biceps. Are beefy, yeah, but so are all <laughs> compliment my I biceps. Wish. What the heck? I've lost, man, I've lost some weight here recently. I've uh, because I've been trying to cut fat, especially where we got this movie coming up. And We're trying to look skinny for New York. I was weighing, uh, yeah, I was weighing 230 <laughs> pounds and I'm down to 205 right now. So, uh, I've definitely sacrificed a lot of uh, strength and size in the gym because of where I've dropped weight. You look lean, though. Your Thanks. muscle still looks good. Mm. You're just super pale. When you have a bronzer on, it really pops. Yeah. I feel like with your weight loss this past month, it's been actually fat. So just oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but that, that's the thing. So whoever asked the question, I'm sorry I can't answer it. I apologize. I have no idea how much I can bench like as far as that. But I consistently work out with 75-pound dumbbells for chest day. So... Yeah. But also, you throw grown men in a wrestling ring. So, yeah. I mean, how much is the heaviest guy that you I don't know. I have no idea. I'm Let me sit on you really quick. <laughs> Can you bench me? Oh, yeah. You are a bench. You're fucking tiny. I mean, there's no problem with that. <laughs> Thank you for calling me. Yeah. He said I was skinny. <laughs> You're very skinny. That voice, just so you know, my friend, that voice I've been practicing. Oh, my God. I guess I could actually announce it. So, I've been working on my gimmick. Yeah. And I want to be the most repulsive, annoying. hate, annoying bitch you could ever meet as the Black Dahlia. That's actually her voice. Yeah. And I don't realize I do it sometimes because when I'm trying to be dumb and funny and just be like, okay, let's, you know, her voice comes out. And I'm like, oh, that's my Dahlia's voice I've been rehearsing. And it's like, yeah, you do that almost yeah. every day. So Basically, basically character has <laughs> been manifesting itself for months. It's kind of been manifesting. I'm like, I want to punch this like, person it's in like Freddy, face. It's like Freddy Krueger from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 7 or Wes Craven's from Nightmare. He's coming out of the movie. Love that movie. Yeah, I, Love that movie. I, enjoy it. I enjoy that movie a lot. So that's basically what's going on with her Dahlia character is that I'm, she's manifesting herself into reality. I'm being a method actor. Yeah, without, without and even is, trying. And is this where it's got to come to a head? Tell me about this appearance ah! and how this came about. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Chainsaw Pits. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, what I'm really stoked that it's so funny because uh, it's a great lineup of guests there as well. Yeah, uh, you can talk about it, man. Well, let me pick the water up. I'm really excited for it because I've been back in the business since 2021 after been out for like five, four, four or five years. But anyway, I, you know, I just to have her like her first appearance back in professional wrestling has like surpassed every little thing I've done since oh, I came come back. On. You're not trying No, though. but still it doesn't matter. I think no, really quick. He's I, I not trying. Really cool. It doesn't matter. I think it's You know really... how many people are in his DMs wanting to book him? But still. And also he's not even reaching reaching out to people right now. He no. has like a couple companies he likes and he just regulates. Yeah. He's not even trying yet. So still don't... it's cool though. It, it's like it's badass because like she gets to, she comes back and just to do an appearance at not one but two conventions to where she's in New York City and New Jersey and she's going to be paired up. I, I guess I can announce this, can I? Like who you're going to be setting with at the table? It's not even announced. Yeah, yeah. So she gets on one day, she's with former WWE superstar Alicia Fox. Then on another nice. day, she, she's with, you know, uh, the badass himself, Ming Haku, you know. 
uh, WWE legend, WCW legend, uh, guy that rips eyeballs out of heads. That's actually intimidating. Uh, that was she's, intimidating. She's coming back, and she gets to do this back to back, and cool. it's like it makes me super proud. You know. The thing is, uh, I. It's, it is a little dramatic of me to make this my first appearance. That's cool. I, I yeah. the thing is, it's a humbling, and I'm thankful. But also, it, it's one of those things where I just I feel like it's a little dramatic of me because it's like this is my debut, this yeah. is my return, just to make appearances and just to help my mental health cope with my handicap and disability. So just to bring me somewhat of happiness and baby steps into the wrestling world. And of course my goofy ass will be like New York city. Yeah. I'll accept. Cause I was offered even last, last year, year to do yeah. this with the she same was. company. And I said, no. And I, I it, like what we were just mentioning my New York thing. And then the movie yeah. I've been offered movie roles and I said, no, I, yeah, I, it's really sucked too. She's had all these opportunities and I felt so bad for her because she's dealt with, this injury, the uh, is there a comment? The, the, Hi from London, England. Hell yeah, what up? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hi from Good Ohio. Man. There's a question for you guys actually here. Okay, what's what wrestlers from outside of America and Canada were most influential to you or who you liked the most? Oh man, you say outside of uh, outside of Canada, so basically outside Past, of North America, so outside of America, mm -hmm. so let's see, let's Mexico see, technically let's... is North America, so it would have to be just in Europe or Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. If I was going to go with a wrestler outside of the states, outside of Canada, I mean, for me, I always love the aesthetic of, and this is going to be a generic answer, but I absolutely <laughs> love Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Uh, of course, when you go back and you watch Dynamite Kid, you know, he was badass too. Uh, yeah. it's, not my style, it's not my style of wrestling, but very, very cool to watch them. Uh, I'm trying to remember that one. There was a British wrestler, man. He was uh, so good. And, like, I can't remember his name. I know he would do stuff in New Japan or maybe it was all Japan. It was 70s and 80s. So I won't even waste time on that because I can't remember his name. But my answer is my first trainer, Funaki. Shout out to Funaki. <laughs> I guess we could pick him. Indeed. Yeah. 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 That's funny you said indeed. That's very still funny. still doing it in the WWE, isn't he? Still he's still a commentator there, isn't he? In, he's such the a Japanese. He's just such a professional. Yeah. Um. I guess I would go with uh, British Bulldog because I love Davy Boy when he had the dreads and he was jacked. I mean, he looked badass. So yeah. Are you doing it for the aesthetic appeal, though? No, he's a good worker. No, he's no, he's a good worker. Was he a technical worker? Yeah, yeah, he could tech. He was a good technical. Solid. I figured because power, like the name came off as like technical. Oh yeah, he's fantastic, handsome too, man. Just jacked. Like I love. So would you fuck, marry, or kill? If I was, if I was gay, yeah, definitely would. What about you? Someone said you look like the you look like the dude from Metallica, Nate. I guess that's a which which one is it? Lars, maybe I think. Oh, it probably is, man. It probably is Lars. <laughs> Listen, uh, no, you know what he got compared to growing up? He, uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. Put a spray tan on his face. I used face to do that all the time. And let him, like, I'm telling you right now, if I'm just going to have to show you a, a screen grab of certain actually, photos, like Jared Leto. I actually considered where I used to get compared to him all the time. Um, he was doing, super skinny, doing too. Doing what Rob Van Dam did. Where he used Bandam, where he looked like Jean Claude. 
I thought about doing like Nate Leto, but I was like, man, I'm not. No, nah, I'm good. So. I feel like you should have when you were super, super skinny, yeah. but now that you're getting jacked, that yeah. that's like, I feel like you could. I mean, Jared Leto's cool. Oh, He's I so could. cool. Yeah. Shall we watch an evil Nate promo? Yes, yes, yes. Evil Nate. Evil Nate. Evil Nate. <laughs> I, I seen this promo the other day, man, and I was fucking very impressed. We're gonna oh, have a look at this. You. That means the world. Now, that's my constipation. Ooh, I don't like the brightness in that. And I'm stepping into the ring. I'm stepping into the square circle. Door one, hole one, with another man that likes to carry a chainsaw to the ring. I'm talking about Hack. Hack, I like that about you. Hack, I like your name. Hack, I like that you like chainsaws. But Hack, the liking, the respecting, and the appreciation for stops where it begins, begins where it ends, brother. Hack, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to you, when it comes to me, when it comes to me. And it comes to you, you are nothing but a pretender. Pretending to be something you're not with that chainsaw. Pretending to be some type of actor, a wannabe actor, walking out to the ring. So, Hack, you bring your wannabe acting ass out to that squared circle. You bring your little chainsaw, Hack, your little chainsaw to the squared circle in Newport, Tennessee. And I'm going to bring my big-ass chainsaw to the squared circle. And I'm going to show you, Hack, what it means to be a killbilly. And I'm going to show you, Hack. Why am the face swapping, bone popping, heart stopping, chainsaw, elbow dropping, face stiller, blood spiller, twisting Nate Diller. I'm a walking, talking, John Carpenter, Wes Craven, Tommy Hooper, Clive Barker, Thriller, the Kentucky Killer. And hack, we may be in Tennessee, but you will learn why I thought we lucky to take a wrong turn. Pin, pin, pin. My best friend, Nathaniel, right here, is the best promo. Can you hear me? Nathaniel is the best promo. I'm telling you, he's Thank humble. You. And this is the thing. That's him going off a 10 hours a night she night shift. Yep. Fucking killing it in the gym. Going on no sleep, jumping in the shower, and doing one take yeah. on a video camera. One take. And that is what you see right there. And I'm like, people don't know how talented this guy is. So imagine him having a normal, normal sleeping schedule. Imagine him uh, not having to work a shoot job. Imagine him getting the proper amount of rest and doing a couple takes and a couple rehearsals and a couple acting lessons and shit. TV worthy. Even Look. now, I'm telling you right now, even his promo abilities right now are TV worthy. Well, I appreciate yeah. you putting, putting me over like Like that. imagine if you filmed that five uh, times and then posted the best. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you putting me like on. It's like, it's insane that. how talented he I, uh, is. I just have a big fan. No, no, Yeah, I was excited about you guys when I first talked to you when you weren't in the ring. So I kind of knew all this was coming because I had it in my mind. And, like, when I see the, the clips, and I love the way you, when you're recording your matches as well that you use the, 
the, wasn't the referee doing a few body cams as well for you? Yeah, the GoPro. I bring a GoPro yeah. to every show. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, there's there's really there's big things coming for you two guys. And look, another question here. Someone wants to know: Are you going to be in a convention this month in New Jersey that I drive up to from Atlantic City? Uh, the New Jersey. Yes, I will be there on August twentieth. Wrestle Bash. Oh, that's that's the one from earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's two okay. of them the same weekend. I am going. Let me bring up the names because I have to cut promos for them anyway. Yeah. Uh, which by the way, her own promos, you think I'm good at them. Okay, I'm not a one take though, I'm an actor. Yeah, but I think you are a one take and like her capability because where she was born and bred in acting and the things that she's influenced by from the Savages to the Rocks and the Austins, her promos are basically a female version of me that are probably a little better, <laughs> what I would say. So. Admittedly, Oh yeah, there's the New Jersey one. So that one's gonna be Sunday and all the information's there. I think it says Fairfield. And then mm -hmm. the, I don't have my glasses on, sorry yeah, guys. And Queens, New York. Ibsan uh, is a, a great follower of the podcast. That's, that's cool. met many, many guests I've had on at conventions over there. So I'm sure that Ibsan will see yeah. you over there. She'll be at the Wrestling Universe store in New York City on the day before. So that so. Saturday, I will be with Alicia Fox at 6 p.m. Sorry, I'm yeah, my six vision. Six to eight. She's going to be there six to eight. Um, yep. Uh, let's see. Flushing, New York. And then does it say Wrestling Universe? Yep. The Wrestling Universe. Universe store. Yep. So I will be there 6 to 8 p.m. in Queens, New York from 6 to 8 with yep. Alicia Fox. And then the next day I am going to be in New Jersey at that uh, convention, Wrestle Bash, yep. and I'll be sitting next to Haku. Haku, Ming, whatever you want to call him. It's, it's so exciting. It's so exciting that I'm going to finally get to meet different fans that have followed my journey. There's yeah. some people that have been there since I was in the wheelchair. Yeah. And it's such a humbling baby step. Pretty badass. My toe. I mean, I'm not accepting ballet bookings right well, now. I I'm not I accepting wrestling. I told her because she was like, hey, you know what time we're up in New York, New Jersey, you should uh, get booked. I was like, nope. Not worried about wrestling we have, all that weekend. We have to. This is about you, and I. I want to focus everything on you and just your return. You're not stepping back in the squared circle at this point. You're not even balleting me. It's just the idea of you returning after six years. This is a big deal. So yeah, I mean, I respect yeah. that and I appreciate that, and it is. This is me yeah. dipping my toe back into wrestling. I've been slowly working on my mental health and accepting podcasts yeah. lately and then now i'm gonna start expecting accepting like conventions well, and meet and greets it's, it's been a really interesting summer for both of us because yeah. we started off the summer we filmed a pilot for the discovery slash travel channel and that was about our wrestling journey and basically being in, in our personal lives and how we go from working our job at a store to uh, the next thing you know we're in the ring we're at wrestling independent shows like, um, isn't that crazy? So, we literally got and, reached out. Yeah, to... well, the guy that hooked us up with, it's pretty funny, is uh, the big schwag, Brent Wagner, who yes. played uh, Leatherface in the 2003 remake. He gets the first kill in the movie that hits nice. Kemper over the head. Yeah, we're really good friends with him, So, uh, which is a wild world for me to live in. And I'm such a chainsaw mark, a Leatherface mark. So you've been, crossing, you've been crossing into that world with R.A. Malinoff and people like that. Oh, well. yes. Yeah. Our, our, we, we'll be back at Scarefest in Lexington this year. Ari will be using our chainsaw again. It'll be the third year in a row. Yep. Um, but it's this year's been like really fantastic. We did that, the pilot for the Discovery 
travel channel. Which let that absorb, my friend. Yeah. Like, this, what would you call him, director, producer? Uh, John is a producer, and he basically, his job is pitching these documentary shows. He just did a fantastic documentary on Netflix. So he came off a mm-hmm. Netflix documentary. Then he was pitching this concept of, you know, us being wrestlers and like Paige's story, my yeah. story, and uh, how we Good work. Stuff in there. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So we just did that. It was really surreal to have oh, yeah. a guy show up and it's like, I want to document your life and pitch it to the Discovery Channel. Yeah, it's okay. like, have we got, like, have we got any really update? Huh? Sorry? Have you, have you got any update on it since, or is it just I kind of him, in the mixer? I shot him a text message yesterday. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, that's the thing. It's a pilot. We might not hear anything for a year. Yeah. You know, it could, like, hell, it could be two years. You don't know. Uh, but I shot him a text yesterday, like, bragging on Paige and how she's returning. Paige and then did. I was telling him, like, hey, we're going straight from her returning to wrestling in New York City and New Jersey. Then we're coming over to Pennsylvania to start filming Wrestle Massacre 2. So. That's another exciting thing. After filming this pilot for a doc series about our lives, yeah. and of course, we invited a couple of our wrestling yeah, friends, yeah. and they are the other wrestlers that are going to be in it. Because you got to have other characters. Yeah. You got to. It can't just be. I got out of a wheelchair and I'm in pain. It yeah. can't just be me. It's got to be different people. It has to be different people. Yeah. So we would be like the main doc series, and then there would be a couple side characters. Yeah. Like we could even send them your way, and they film your life oh, yeah. and how it's like to be a DJ and. Podcast. A podcast host like yeah. honestly we should pitch that idea to him we we should. i think i think my life wouldn't be exciting enough there's a quite our comment here from johnny uh, nate for you he mentioned he'd done some work at fairs did he ever actually get work in the fair carnival circuit outside of wrestling i got some carnival vibes off that promo loved it oh oh well, that's cool thank you uh well, I mean, that's where wrestling comes from. Yeah, that's where we're, it simulates we're, from. We're wrestling, it does, where it originates. Yeah, where it originates from the carnies and from the carnivals and stuff. I appreciate that. That's a compliment. Aside from wrestling, no, I haven't really done anything at fairs and festivals. I've wrestled fairs. I've wrestled festivals. I've done that, but I've never worked outside into that world. Closest thing is I've done haunted houses growing up, but, I mean, those were like fall festivals. So as far as being a legit carny, no, I haven't. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be very cool. Uh, but other than that, no. The Simpsons done a great episode on it, the Carney Code, didn't they? Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you know what's I so? Never watched it. You know what's? I used to watch Simpsons all the time. I don't know if I ever saw that episode. Uh, what's so funny is, uh, you know, you didn't. When growing up, I didn't realize like Snoop Dogg was talking carny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because for shizzle, that's that's carny. That's for sure. You know. So uh, it's really funny that uh, he was always talking Carney, and he's. It's cool that he has his toe in the business, and now isn't his niece the. Mer- oh, uh, uh, Mercedes. Mercedes, or whatever. Her and name then is. she branched off to Star Wars. Yeah. That is so neat. That's the dream. Johnny says he worked at Miami Loop and South Carolina selling airbrush. I don't know what that means, but I think That's you cool. guys probably will. That's cool. Worked in Miami. That's very cool. So airbrush, I'd imagine like he's airbrushing like. Uh, you know RVD's tots look uh, with the uh, all the airbrush on his tots or Ultimate Warrior. I'm that's sure cool. He's probably airbrushing like t-shirts, t-shirts and, stuff. and yep. vehicles and stuff. Yep. Oh, that's neat. Cool, man. Dahlia, how was Fatu as a trainer? Strict, down to earth guy, or demanding? Um, towards me as a female, I feel like it was very gentle, intimidating. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, yeah, very, um, yeah. To be honest, like in, uh, I absolutely love Rikishi and I respect him and I can't wait to be around him again but 
when you go to these schools, it's ultimately just a gimmick. Like you have the names that are over the schools, but I mean, Rikishi's a busy guy. He still works for WWE. He still yeah. does run-ins and spots with TV shows. And then also with WWE yeah. and then it's also probably under a legends contract, I assume. Probably. probably and, then yeah. he, and then he runs off to these cons and conventions like I'm about to start doing. And then even like sex, he goes to sex conventions and porn conventions. And I think, <laughs> so cool. I think it's so cool. So he's a busy guy. So if he's there just once out of the week, it was really cool. He was when he when he was there. I know the question wasn't for me, but he was very nice. He was. Yeah. Uh, He's a sweet man. Uh, you know, he's definitely somebody you wouldn't want to cross. I mean, and like, and I always knew he was a big guy, but like when we first met him in uh, Dallas at WrestleMania 32, uh, I was like, damn, yeah, he's, because ma- he's just a massive man. Like the hot also, because you, you, you're you used, because I mean, I had toys of him, played him on video games, hated him as a kid because he ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he'll know, never be forgiven for that. Pissed me off, you know. <laughs> But you see him, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, Paige was approached. It's like, okay, this is – because she treats everybody like humans and stuff. But me, I'm a mark for everything. I'm like, oh, my God. And it's not because – Oh, my God. It's not because I have, like, an ego or anything. I'm just, like, I'm used to being a model and an actor. So I'm used to meeting people and being respectful. And not saying that fans are not respectful towards wrestlers, but it's one of those things I'm here for business. I'm here to do a job. Because at the time, if we didn't meet him, like, as in, as fans at WrestleMania, we were oh, working no. a show Yeah, we were working a show him. for him, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's when we met him, and that's when we got invited to his school. But approaching him, he was very intimidating, just sitting yeah. outside. Like, you couldn't get through the doors without passing him. Yeah, he was mad. He's just this... And you I'm can like, tell. You can tell he's a wrestler. Like, you can just tell. Yeah, you're like, so, that guy does something. Yeah, yeah. So Nate's marking out, and I was just like... Don't scare me. I always, I always suck her out. We got, in uh, 2013, I got booked on a pretty big independent show in Kentucky. Like, it was it was pretty cool for me because the owner of the company, he came and scouted her and I out because we were making a lot of noise at a smaller independent company. So we got there, and it was like all these indie sensations. They were bringing in guys like Adam Pierce. He was working there. Uh, Jason Kincaid. Uh, shit, I think even Cole Cabana was there. But anyway, they're bringing in all kinds of different indie names back in 2013, and we get there, and I was like, hey, just to say, oh, my God, this is a big deal. And then I walked through I'm the curtain. I'm walking with my <laughs> head held up high. So the thing is, I'm a method actor. Yeah. So being the Black Dahlia, I do get into character. I do, like, isolate myself. I do zone in on my gimmick, and that's just how I've always been, whether it was theater, whether it was modeling. Not me. So I'm taking wrestling extremely seriously. Like, because, like, you already know, um, when I got involved wrestling, I refused to have, like, a... They tried to put porn star names on me, and no disrespect to porn stars. They're awesome, but... When I was getting involved wrestling, I really, really wanted to be taken seriously. And it was I was that Diva era. So. But it was during the Diva era. Yeah. And everyone uh, was yes, like, yes. it was 2011. I was 18. And I just was like, no, I want to be taken seriously. I don't want to be sugar tits and rainbows. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I, want to be the, I want to be the Black Dahlia. Yeah. So, uh, just. So we're well. We're about to walk out, and uh, I'm like, "This is a big deal." And I'm in black Dahlia <laughs> mode. I'm in black white mode. I'm like, "These people are about to see it. These people are about to see the Dahlia." The, and then, and then I'm in gimmick. I'm a heel. And then Nate is out of character. And he's like, "Fuck." And then I was just like, mm, but, brought out of it. And I looked, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And, and then, I go <laughs> we straight, had to go out. I go straight out. But I was cussing him out under my tongue. I was like, Paige walking cause... out of the curtain because. Uh, I wasn't Dahlia anymore. I was no. just Paige. And 
and uh, I was just so mad. But that's a lot of my that's a lot of my anxiety because I never had a lot of people to believe in me, with the exception of her. Like without her, I wouldn't be doing it right now at all. There's no question about that. Uh, any of the experiences I had never would have happened without her. And I'm talking about I never would have been to Rikishi's to train. I never would have trained under Funaki. She's the one person that's legit believed in me and insisted and been consistently pushing me to pursue this. So without her, I ain't sitting here talking to you. You don't even know who the hell I am without her. And that's oh, a fact. That's, don't and me over I'm okay. Like I'm okay with that because I appreciate her and love her so much that I know. And I would, that's why I get excited about her. She's going to do this con because I know what she's capable of. And I'm, I'm excited for you to be excited for her to be excited oh, about this. Oh, Bro, I'm fucking let's go, stoked. Guys, let's go. Sir, 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 sir. I can't even talk. I'm going to half asleep. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. We need a, what were you discussing? Circle jerk each other? Yeah, you said circle jerk. Yeah. Big ups to Ghost Energy for providing the energy for tonight's podcast. No, the best energy I, drink. Literally not sponsored. I'm about halfway through because I've been sipping it, and I'm still not awake. Right, I Chuck literally, I took my medicine, and I've been slowly drinking this, and I'm like falling asleep. Yeah. Not that you're boring, but well, I no, just, we just become immune to this shit. <laughs> Out, so it doesn't give me the powers it wants to yeah the but the funny sorry thing ghost is, <laughs> sorry guys in the beginning they weren't great hashtag uh, love and paul uh prime yeah i don't know about that i don't know there's another yeah. question here guys yeah who was who was the one person you wanted to meet that you haven't met yet i'm assuming this is in the wrestling business wrestling business stone cold steve austin absolutely oh. in my opinion greatest wrestler of all time it's the only reason i want to do this is him so that, that for me, that's it. If Randy Savage was still alive, that'd be for both of us. Like, freak you. Uh-huh. Come on up. Come on down. Yeah. You said Love you Randy. met Stone Cold, though, uh, a couple years back. No, right? I, I, I didn't. I didn't meet him. No, I was just at the show. It was like it was like $300 to meet him for 10 seconds. And I was like, oh, fuck that. That's Almost not a beer. Almost worth it. You totally would. You oh, would. if I had the disposable. You would. Absolutely. I was like three hundred dollars. That is like that's a lot of beer. That's the way I was thinking. When that I was is. Whatever. That is. Uh, I don't like the taste of beer. I, I don't really like alcohol. Well, beer or beer. whiskey, whichever. Is American is American beer, beer really like that bad? Like compared to your taste? Like I've, I'm sure I found beer probably blows it out of the water. Or German beer. Yeah. German beer is nice. Yeah, I found in America it was all kind of IPAs and those kind of things and i don't like them i, I just like that. my normal beers i heard i was drinking bud light over there controversial i was drinking bud Light. that's controversial now in some people's minds how dare you <laughs> <laughs> how dare you oh my I god heard that American beer sarcasm. Like sarcasm, everybody. yeah i don't i don't is that true though that a lot of it i mean i like, like beer I, tastes like hot piss? i mean it's carbonated alcohol i like dosakis that's what i like I think it's pretty good. Well, uh, no which, surprise to anyone. I like strawberry daiquiris. Because <laughs> I'm good. a basic bitch. They are good. They're like, yeah. I want to know how many calories are in those, though. Enough. Uh, Enough. There's no point in researching that stuff. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Just don't I've think about it. 24 pounds in three 25. weeks. Or 25. Nice. 25. I'm going to try to lose 20 more before she New York. Will. And she will. Thanks to Ghost Energy. Thank you very much, yeah. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not awake. I'm like, exhausted it sucks and i i won't go to sleep i'll scroll on tiktok as soon as we get off this i'll take out these hair extensions take off this brawl that i wore but no one can even appreciate it because i'm covered up <laughs> you don't uh, understand if you are no don't okay one minute everyone there's the boobs <laughs> listen every female can agree 
that you put on a brawl, it better be like, it better be respected. Because be if I'm suffering right now for you guys, there has to be a perk. Yeah. No pun There's the promo. There's the promo. Yeah, that's, that's the promo. No, Please talk to, to me. <laughs> talk to me about the horror movie and how that came about. Oh, so we saw several months ago. Uh, I have. Because I'm interested, I've been interested in doing low-budget slasher films since I was a kid. I mean, like that's I love low-budget slasher, and uh, there's something about the the feeling of it. Like a lot of people will watch it and be like, "Man, I'm watching it for like the tits and stuff." And like I was, I was never. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind tits, but I don't. I've never like pursued pursued movies out for that reason. You know what I'm saying? To be fair, yeah. we've had friends that were complete. Slime oh. bar, like you can They're be attracted, gross, like yeah. be attracted to women, whatever. But there was guys that literally were just about the nudity. And made really, it, it's it's basically it it's basically what reminds me of your uh, Game of Thrones fans. Like it's like, bro, hundred percent, you motherfuckers won't be watching it if you removed all the titties. Guarantee it. Like hundred percent. Like there goes. 50 I don't like Game of Thrones at all. I don't either. But every time, like I can, every time I meet somebody, my joke is that dude likes Game of Thrones, and I can tell you why. There's a hundred percent. It's just so good. No, you like it because of the fucking tits, bro. That's very That's controversial. It. And just for everyone's sake, I am a fan of Game of Thrones because when right. I was when I was in the wheelchair, I binge watched different shows, and that was one of them. So I liked it all the way up to the last season. The last season was not good at all. Not me. But I'm, I'm a they, true blood guy. I'm a true. They record a they record a lot of Game of Thrones actually over here in Ireland. Yeah, oh, cool. that's badass. Did you come across any of the sets? No, they're in Belfast, actually. I think Johnny in the chat there, he says Vikings is better than Game of Thrones. Johnny, oh, lives, yeah. in Nor Johnny lives in Northern Ireland. I think a lot of it's filmed up there. Yeah, well, her, her and I got into the first season of Vikings. It I was, was like, so this random. Is this is badass. We weren't, uh, we were becoming friends at the time. Yeah. And we weren't like best friends yet, but no. uh, we weren't even roommates yet. And he... And I remember sitting on the couch one night and Vikings was a yeah. new show that came on. And it was kind of low budget the first season. That's what I remember, and but it looked good. I like it. I think, I dare say we watched like the first season. Yeah. Like we watched it every like Thursday night or whatever yeah, when it, it came on. Out, yeah. And then that was it. That was like 2012? Yeah, 13? 2012 going into 13. It was around that time. So, and then apparently it's a big thing now and I haven't seen any of the other well, seasons. Well, I know. I think even Edge played in a, in a couple couple. Of yes. Years. I know. Yes. Edge, Edge was living over here for a while shooting that as well. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Oh, that's uh, but I'm a huge like low budget slasher fan. I love them. There's something very fun about them, and so I keep up with it and stuff. And I have some directors on uh, our Facebook pages, and I've seen that they were. Uh, I basically reached out to the guy months ago. Hey, you ever need us or anything? Let us know. And he'd been in a communication with both of us. One thing led to another. He was interested in using both of us. So. It, it turns out that we're going to be a big part of Wrestle Massacre 2. Who said we can announce it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, as of now, unless anything changes, I'm supposed to play the uh, killer in Wrestle Massacre 2. You're looking at the star of the yeah, show, Wrestle yeah. Massacre 2, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, Round of applause. So Round of applause. For me, for me growing up, like, <laughs> I appreciate you putting me over like that. Dude, it's officially for, uh, announced. Everyone can know now. All, You're the killer. All I've ever wanted to do is, like, I like wrestling a lot, but I also like slashers and, and low budget, low, bu low budget, low budget horror is like my thing. Like I love it, and mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know to have this opportunity to where we both get to do that. Just it's going to be a fucking cool experience. Are we gonna, are we gonna 
Yeah. Yeah, you can say what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how to say it. Well, you can no, say wait, it. Let's continue what you're going to say. No, I didn't know I, that, we're allowed to announce that. You should be allowed to. You're already, we're already listed on the uh, I, I, was it International yeah. Movie Database, IBDN. IMDb. IMDb, that's it. We're not going to tell you the whole plot, obviously. You guys have to go and watch it. But basically, uh, I was offered two roles, and I took one of them. Yeah. And obviously, I can't take both. <laughs> and... Uh, she gets to play a stereotype. You're going to see the show still are here. It's going to be awesome. Stop. She's going to play the big titty goth girl. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to survive. Who knows? Do I keep my clothes on? Who knows? Well, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just, it's just uh, so fun because you, like, whenever you watch, especially like a low budget horror movie, like, let's bring up Thanks Killing. Yeah. Thanks well, Killing. Have you yeah. seen Thanks Killing? No, I haven't. It's hilariously crazy. On a, do you, is it on Tubi? Yeah, I think so. I think it's on Get Tubi. Get on Tubi? Tubi is not a thing we have over here. I know that oh, kind of blow your mind. No. Oh, wow. I what? didn't know. We that. don't have Tubi Where? over here. So is it just an American thing? No, no. It's in different countries, but that's disappointing. That's how over you're going to be able to see our movie. Yeah. But I, I, do, I do have an illegal streaming box. Sorry, anyone that's watching this. that uh, I might be able to find it on that. My man. Okay, so our movie is going to be on Tubi. Wrestle Massacre 2. The poster is being made right now. And then we're going to actually have a design of a certain scene that I'm going to be in. Yeah, and the perfect. killer. So I'm not going to say much about this movie. Except one, I'm the big titty goth girl. Two, um, Nate's killing people with wrestling moves. Yeah. But hopefully I get a check. Hopefully, I get a chainsaw kill in there too. So. I just want to be the final girl so bad, and I might be. Yeah, yeah. Johnny says, "Gotta log off now." A fan of these two genuinely nice people. There you go. Oh, Another cool. fan. Thank you, man. Johnny. I was trying to do a peace sign, but I got I distracted by that. I'm like, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" I give them a look right there. The attack. You don't know. You don't know what these independent movies like. Look at what happened, Terrifier. Oh, I know. Two. Okay, so Terrifier. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. And uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah. The the goal is there's like I might say this bit off camera with you, but I wanna steal the motherfucking show, if you know what I mean. I wanna be the Pam of this movie. From Chainsaw, yeah. Yeah, if you know what I mean, like Yeah. When you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you don't think of Sally. Sally, the final girl, you think of Pam. Three iconic posters. It's not the final girl. No. Uh, the meat hook scene where she's that's on the meat Pam. hook, that's Pam. Yeah. The shot of her walking towards the house and she looks topless, that's Pam. Yep. And then finally, the scene of a girl running out of the house and getting that's pulled Pam. back in, that's not the final girl, that's Pam. Yep. So there's three Which different pretty... iconic shots from the Texas Chancellor Massacre, and the goal is to be the Pam of the. Which is cool because Paige met her back this year at a her... Cinema Wasteland, the 50th anniversary chainsaw. So we we went up and I had we had two goals in mind. For me, it was to meet the writer of the original Chainsaw, Kim Hinkle, and he also wrote and directed Part Four, which I absolutely love that movie. Speaking of low budget horror, it's uh, a lot of people trash that film, but I fucking love that movie. And uh, the goal was to meet him, which thankfully Paige got that on film. One of the greatest of moments of my life. And then she got to meet Terry, who played Pam in the original Chainsaw. Because, I mean, you're talking 50 years, like, so much of the cast has passed away now at this point, which is so sad, but, I mean, that's life. To me, 
Pam, the show stiller of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to me, an OG scream queen. Yeah. Uh, it was very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And humbling. And the most insane moment was she was wearing, what is it called? A, it's not a corsage goes around your wrist. Wearing, and then a, is it a boutonniere? What, what is that I called? don't know what you call it, but she had it pinned up here. So uh, the flowers that people back in the day would put right here, whether it's pinned, like old ladies like to do that, this or cool. men. Mm. I zoned in on that white flower and I looked at it and I was like, that's a dahlia. Yep. So wearing a dahlia. She was wearing you are a the dahlia. black dahlia. That's just a really cool It was kind of like a. If you believe in alien moment, if you believe in angels, if you yeah. believe in, it was one of those moments that I'm like, this is what I'm just the universe. It was saying you're gonna be okay, kid. Yeah. That's the way I took that. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Um, can I ask you a question, Dahlia, about you getting back into the ring? Like, is that have you got any kind of timeline from where we were last time to where we are now about your progress and how Did it's going? Talk, was I last on your podcast in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? I think it could have been. I think it was 2021, right? I think it was, yeah. Okay. I think so... I had Nate on on his own. Yeah, we're Halloween 21. Yeah, yeah. And then we, we were in the parking lot for be... that one. Yes. I remember. Okay, so the last time you spoke to us on podcast, on the record, but you know the behind the scenes. But basically, yeah. to tell everyone, two years ago, I had dropped the majority of my wheelchair weight. You know, I was, my hair was healthy. I was in fit condition and I was Kicking ready. Ass. I was ready to get medically cleared. Yeah. And when I went to my doctor, she said that I wasn't supposed to be in pain. And she said, we got to do this nerve surgery to fix what you're going through. You're not supposed to be in pain. So at the end of 2021, instead of rolling out around in the ring at the local independent company fgw which doesn't really exist right now anymore they're looking for a new venue um but cody hawk was over it and cody invited me there for free and for those that don't know cody trained sammy callahan john moxley and la Knox. cody looked me in the eye and was like i'm gonna train you for free don't like oh shit. well <laughs> well it's been two years don't tell anyone kid but i believe in you and you're going to freaking do this. And I'm like, bet. Yeah. So I went to get officially medically cleared with a new foot specialist. It's like the 12th doctor I've been to. And she set me up for surgery instead of clearing me. Yeah. So in 2022, I had set up my third and fourth foot surgery. And basically I had a lot of horrible things happen to me in 2022 with my family and healing, you know, from things. So as I recovered from the surgery, now we're entering we entered this year and I'm the surgeries didn't work. I'm still in chronic pain. And unfortunately I, I have been in contact with people, especially recently. Um, everyone has, this was the last gamble to try to take the pain away. And after four surgeries, it didn't work. So that means there's nothing else it can be. And it's one of the things that you have to get diagnosed for, but there's no, like, you can check my blood, you can check the the, the x-rays, MRIs, EKGs, I've had them all done. And once you run through the tests and it's not any of these things, it only leads it to be one last thing. And I'm gonna look up the name of it really quick. It's on my Facebook. It's a pretty severe. Uh, 
I cried about it and I don't want to go into detail too much right no, now. No. But it is called CRPS. And basically it's the world's most painful and curable disease. And just to summarize, if you have surgery or a traumatic injury, whether it was a car accident or an athletic injury, when you have trauma to one of your limbs, it's basically your body is messed up now and the nerving in your spine from whether it's your arm, hands, legs, feet, it's going, the pain is going to your spine. Your spine's freaking out and telling your brain, you're in pain, you're in pain, you're in pain. So basically, CRPS is what everyone's believing I have. And when I go to the doctor, I'll officially be diagnosed and I'll be legally disabled officially. But it's okay because that doesn't change anything just because I have a name for it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been in chronic pain. Like, like everyone, I just don't want to get into it really, but just everyone needs yeah. to understand that even though you see the boobs, you see the hair, you see the makeup, you see the smiles, you see the Dahlia, I'm, I am human and I am sitting here right now in chronic pain. Yeah. I have ever since Rikishi's in 2017, ever since my accident, I have been in crippling chronic pain every second, every day. It's never gone away and it's scary. It's like kind of getting a growth on you and you feel it and it's like suctioning you. And it's like, I want to get that off. Oh my God, that's not a part of me. And it is a part of me. And yeah, people... so just I'm in chronic pain and people don't get it. And I think I need to fix the camera. I don't know. No, it's good. It came over there. You see? Oh, Winston hit it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I don't want to get into it too much because I officially need to be medically diagnosed. The words have to be said yeah. and it's going to be okay. I feel like this is my destiny. Like, sure, I'm going to do fun things like be a professional wrestler that yeah. gets me attention. And sure, I'm going to be in movies that gets me attention. Sure, I'm going to be an OnlyFans model and it gets me attention. My dog's upset that I'm crying. Peace. Sorry. He's like, bitch, you're stressing me out, you fucking cunt. <laughs> He's like, fucking love you. Sorry, my dogs are trained. They actually are. I rescued Winston and then Will, unfortunately, is oh, he's, <laughs> he's under my blanket okay, by my feet. Right. My dogs Go are trained. Sleep, they honestly, they they take care of They her. take care of me and whenever I have. They don't like her to cry. They don't like her to be aggravated. So they're always there for They're her. like, bitch, calm down. Fuck. Yeah, people. <laughs> the, the thing is, too, I think that's where uh, people don't understand, like, our social media and stuff. You see, we only we only share and post what we want to post, and everything yeah. everything comes off very positive. Everything comes off as all oh, those two are just living the greatest lives ever. They're having the best time. Well, That's you guys, what social that, media is, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. And also, we have these are our wrestling pages, yeah. so people just I mean, they see don't, Billy. And don't, and don't get me wrong; they blend some of my personal life into it. You of know, of course, yeah, because. I, I like collecting chainsaws. I like collecting horror movies. I love going on trips to cryptozoology locations. That's my thing. Technically, the Black Dahlia is a heel. She's a millionaire. She's a narcissist. Yeah. And next thing you know, you see me, Paige, come through, and you see me talking about my disability so, or post a photo of my dog. So it does blend. That's what people like. They yeah. only see that part. They don't see the, the fact that I have, she's been dealing with pain for six-plus years. She wakes up. Some days are better than others, but yeah. it's still... A good day for her. I promise you, that'd be a that'd be a fucking bad day for me because her feet fucking swell. She's always in pain. I see this girl cry. 
the thing about her, she's so stubborn and committed. She'll fall. She'll fail a hundred times, but she'll get back up 101. And that's been the story of her journey. And I know when she gets to where she's going, she's going to kick this thing's ass and she's going to get past it. I feel like because anybody else yeah. would have quit at this point. Anybody else would be living off the government. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But she's committed and dedicated. And the amount of pain I got to watch her fight through, it's unbearable. Like you people don't get it. And explaining it. I, I sit here in the passenger seat and watch her. And even I don't grasp the severity of the situation and the scenario that she's physically going through 24 fucking seven. So it's, it's, it fucking it, blows. Reading the definition of this disease. Like, of course it's, it's, tr it's located in your traumatized area, yeah. but it can also spread. It can spread to all of your limbs and eventually you're just a walking chronic pain person. Like I've walking noticed zombie, that yeah. I've noticed that my foot pain has traveled up my Achilles travels up my legs, goes up towards my butt and then my lower back. That's how bad it's got for me. And all I can do is get officially diagnosed. They just have to put the wave a magical wand and be like, okay, this is what you got. Yeah. And I, just, I, just, I, I just had to ban some girl from the chat that was saying that you're not a natural blonde <laughs> and you're a Scandinavian wannabe. Whatever, whatever the fuck that means, I just click ban. Oh, I don't do oh, any, no, I don't do any negativity here, I'm afraid. I think this I could be one of. That's this, a, this, I, I am mixed. I'm scared. not. This, this could be a jealous female type from the business it's okay. somewhere. I can take this. She's heat, gone now. That's fine. Uh, no, Sorry, I didn't, we don't. I'm, I'm blind. I do have it on my phone to make sure I'm not poking out my panties. But uh, I didn't see the comment. Haters yeah. are going to hate. But honestly, like, yeah. I'm YouTube chat. I I won't tolerate any negativity towards any guest I have on this show. So go it's, well, it's pretty, crazy. That, but... it, it's pretty crazy. I was crying talking about being chronically injured, and someone pointing out this to is be... not natural blonde. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not pretending to be a natural. I don't think. Blonde. It, I don't think at any point in this she said, "Hey, everybody, I'm naturally blonde." How <laughs> does being naturally blonde have anything to do with me crying about being in chronic pain? It yeah. sounds like someone's insecure. It does, but hey. It is what it's it okay. Is. It's I'm mixed. You just I'm made the list, fully... the band list. <laughs> made the I'm, list. I'm not fully white, so yeah. I mean, way to be racist. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm allowed to have blonde hair. Like Beyonce so, uh, has blonde hair, yeah, and I'm I'm. I'm a natural blonde, but I'm not going to prove it. Not tonight. Not on this show. Not on this platform. <laughs> yeah, I got roots. Hello. What were we talking about? Mental health. Yeah. Bleach has broke my hair. So yeah. um, I put off appointments and I'm going to get it touched up before New York. Fuck yeah. you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a string grab. Fuck yeah. 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 That's well, that's how we're going to wrap this thing up tonight. And uh, okay. I really enjoyed this because we were actually talking for a a good few moments off camera as well. And I think yeah, we should do this you, again. Man. Well, we are going to do this around Halloween time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, gimmick, Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, we'll do something really cool for Halloween. We bring, uh, we got our chainsaws and stuff. Uh, we can do just straight horror for Halloween. If you want to, we can talk about that. Uh, can wear pasties. Yeah. Pasties and a reverse thong, whatever yeah. you want. So. You name it. It's yours. <laughs> Yeah, Ian was saying, Ian, a good friend of the show, there, he was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago. He had a tough battle. He's six years cancer-free now, and he is, and he's been Hi, through a congratulations, lot. Congratulations, man, for being here. Ian. Yeah, man, Ian's a great guy. I, I'm Congrats. not going to mention him on here after you say that about him. Congrats, guy. You're a fighter. But go read what CRPS is, and you're going to be blown away on 
what it the, the pain level yeah, it's, it's stupid it's no dick measuring contest but that just reminded me that yeah, apparently childbirth without medicine apparently cancer apparently all the worst pains you can feel child an amputation of a limb without anesthesia yeah oh god it ranks up this there. is worse yeah, no this up. is worth on yeah, that's what I mean. it ranks up at the top and it's like you're telling me i've been walking around like someone's amputating my feet every single day and I'm told to toughen up and just work and don't be lazy. Well, that's why she's going to cool. start that's why she's going to start playing Kid Rock's American Badass when she's walking around. So, to end this podcast, we just want actually to spread positivity yeah. and I feel like this is my destiny. It's not just to be an actor, a model. It's not just to be a professional wrestler. I think my destiny in the book I've been writing this whole journey about 6 years about yeah. learning how to walk again. I think my journey is to bring awareness to crps and chronic pain people Absolutely. see a pretty face people see the boobs yeah. but that doesn't mean i'm they, not in pain yeah, that's mean so i'm supposed to be on. ugly and then you'll sympathize with me it's just Bullshit. it's not fair and i think i'm going to be the voice and an advocate to bring awareness to chronic illnesses yeah absolutely yeah excellent lovely way to end it guys pleasure as <laughs> always we will catch up at halloween and we'll have like uh not as serious a show will be uh will be uh as we say in Ireland, we'll act the bollocks for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. See you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.